0: hello guys gals, and everyone in between and welcome back to the write first think later podcast once again i am your host harry drake and i'm here to give you some moderately not too bad advice about writing and just you know chat with y'all for a little bit this week uh i hope you guys are doing well yeah um i have been on vacation all week uh from my job which is wonderful and so I've been trying to spend my time writing, and TPH, uh, it's not gone great. Um, I spent Monday finishing the Grisha verse. I read the last like 30 pages of Crooked Kingdom because I just I could not read them the night before I was so tired. Uh, and then I read all of Language of Thorns in a couple hours, and was distraught when I finished it. Distraught, just upset because I was like, well. Now oh, I can't read the verse anymore, uh, but I do have King of Scars on audiobook, so I am about halfway through that already, and it's phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Uh, if you've not read the verse, highly would recommend. Uh, I mentioned it on my Instagram, I think, like, a while ago. I might have, or did I mention... I might have mentioned another I might have mentioned another one but um, it's a great fantasy series and it really is helping me just like escape for a little bit and just think about something completely different and dream of being a magical person called the Grisha um, so 10 out of 10 wonderful uh, I would also recommend language of thorns if you're just looking for some like cool fairy tale type stories uh, it is about 200 pages and it's a collection of short stories that the author wrote that are um fairy tales that they tell in like ravka the country where our main characters are from um ketterdam the city where our uh, other main characters and stories are from um shuhan and then uh not the wandering the Isle, fiera that's where so it's all these little fairy tales little short stories um and they play into the plot of the stories but they do stand on their own my favorite was of course uh the witch of duva which is 10 out of 10 phenomenal i don't think directly fits into the plot of the stories but it's just really really good uh and then um oh the last one it's one that takes place in fear with the mermaids if you've read the grisha verse you know what's up you know i'm talking about uh the last one was great we had a reappearance of a character that is in a big part of the stories and it just i put the book when they showed up I like put the book down I was like wait a minute (laughs) I know who that is and I'm very excited uh so I finished those on Monday so I've been wondering what to do I've not read another book since unfortunately um and like I said I've been writing it's not been going great uh I wrote around 12 pages on Friday which meant that yesterday Saturday I, I wrote maybe like two if that um so just, it just was not great. I actually don't even think I wrote to yesterday because I napped. I think I, I did write to you at the end of the day because I made myself. Um, <laughs> I found, do you, guys, do you guys find this? The more you write in one day, the less you write like the next day, um, Or like you have like a threshold of productivity that you meet <laughs> one day, and then if you go over that threshold, the next day you're just like, I don't know what to do. Um, I think I did that one time where I wrote. I wrote 10 one day and the next day I was like uh, uh-uh, nothing um, there was one time where I wrote 20 pages in a day 20 maybe it was closer to 25 which was fun y'all that was wild I don't know how I did that um, and then the next day I was like okay we're just gonna edit this cuz I'm not the brain she's closed she's closed for today I'm gonna go to work do what I need to at work but she the brain is shut down <laughs> for today uh, so I'm trying to rebuild from that a little bit today I've gotten some stuff written uh, but yeah, it's been a very good vacation. I've tried to work on, uh again, writing and like figuring stuff out for that dang novel I'm working on. It's difficult. Uh, I've got more plot points and I've reorganized my plot wall, which I do want to post about on Instagram at some point. Uh, I had, I took like sticky notes and I plotted out. I did it in two steps. So I had the big size sticky notes and I plotted out each of like the main things that will happen which like are a chapter some of them are chapters some of them are just important events and they might like two might fit into a chapter together and then i had littler sticky notes and i put them on the side so i have a desk with like a little cubby in the middle and there's a big back wall and then like a small small walls on the side so i stuck smaller post-it notes on the side so that way i could move them around and put more and then i just was looking at it and i was like i'm I'm tired of these big ones. They take up too much space. I don't even have half of the plot up there and I need more room and more ways to kind of tell what each occurrence is, if that makes sense. So I took them all down and I now color coded them. So when I look at them, I can easily see what each plot point or chapter is supposed to be. Um, I also put in different tabs for the start of months, um, letters like the main character gets. So it's, it's nice to have it all nice and organized um so at the very least i've done that (laughs) i got that one did so that's perfect uh i think i maybe finished a chapter maybe i don't know i've I've been trying not to like hold myself to too much of a standard of like you'll finish this whole thing girl because if i do that i'm immediately not gonna do that Uh, i'm immediately gonna do something else instead so i've been trying to be a little a little nicer myself and just kind of let myself be and write what I can or what I need to and it's kind of (laughs) worked kinda Um, but like 12 pages on Friday was not bad I will say though about six of those pages are like not going to go into the final product so not as great but I mean (laughs) I still wrote still wrote and the pages are pretty good they're just not gonna actually like fit into the plot it's a very long story I can explain later if you want but I have rambled on for about five minutes, maybe more. Uh, So I'm going to stop doing that and we will dive into today's topic. Alrighty, so recently we have talked about just general plot stuff. We've talked about major dramatic questions, how to find them, uh, and things that kind of help shape the plot and give it its central idea, maybe its arc. Uh, But today I want to talk specifically about timelines and different timelines that the plot of your text can be on. These vary a lot. Some of them are ones that you've heard of. They're kind of classics. Uh, others, one or two are really weird. And I have like one example of, um, but they make for an interesting storyline and, um, kind of an exciting twist on like the typical story. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about timelines today, which is exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about timelines. I tend to fall into like a, when it comes to plots, I tend to fall in a specific category. Uh, It's kind of a classic safeguard that most stories fall into, which is fine. Uh, But there are some ways and some stories that I like to kind of spice it up in, or some different techniques that I'm interested in trying, but maybe don't necessarily work for the stuff I'm like actually working on right now. That makes sense. I hope it makes sense. So we're gonna dive in I'm gonna talk about just some general tips general knowledge I want to dispel and then we're gonna go into the four ish different ways that you can kind of plot out things not even that the different like time frames timelines that the story can go into I'm gonna to try to think of a different word other than timeline but I know I'm not going to so I want to apologize in advance it's gonna sound very repetitive <laughs> And then I'll go back and just give some other kind of general info. So timelines. So plot is typically going to fall into kind of a linear fashion. It's typically going to start, you know, the beginning to the end is going to be in order. There's not going to be many, if any, flashbacks or any kind of one around or changes. It's all just going to be stitched neatly together and kind of fall into place. Uh, so you'll see how one event leads to another event and that leads to this other event and that leads to this other event. And the character might think about something or remember something from the past, but typically it's just going to fall into this beautiful, like straight line. <laughs> uh, so most stories are going to be like that. This is the classic. This is the one that I would suggest you use. This is not, I'm not diving into that first one, but this is kind of the general advice. <laughs> um, So like I said, they're mainly linear. And if you're just starting out, this is what I would recommend that you use. I would recommend that you stay with the linear plot as much as you can, because it will just kind of help you get your bearings. It will let you get a handle on plot, what it needs to do, how to kind of best fill it out or accomplish it. And at least in that first draft, stick with that linear format. You can see then how different events will lead to each other or what, your characters do need or what your people that are reading your audience that's the word your audience does need to know what they don't really need to know um it can also help you see what your characters will need to know in advance too kind of serves them but it just kind of helps you get your bearings you don't want to do too much the first time and be like ah it's like that john mulaney bit where you don't want to like make a happy birthday sign and be like there's plenty of space to begin a oh, big ass h And then you get to the the B, the A, and then the P, and then the P and the Y, and you're like, oh, no. And you get to the B, and you're like, surely more letters will fit in the same space. And they don't. But like I said, you don't want to do too much too fast and then run out of room, run out of energy, and run out of uh, inspiration, motivation, maybe. Uh, Because the fear is always, you know, you try something new, try something different, and it fails or it's just not working. So start with the linear regular kind of standard and get your bearings this is easier to do as most books follow this plot line you probably don't even notice if it's that plot line timeline because it's just everyone does it so it's okay to start with it everyone does it for a reason you're not boring if you stick with the linear plot it's how most of us think and remember and tell stories so it, it works it's fine so start with it get your bearings go there Don't be afraid, though, to try something new and start over. So like I said, the fear is that we'll try something and then it won't work and we'll stop and we'll lose motivation or start over or um, feel daunted by the fact that we have to start over, not know where to go from next. Uh, Or for some people that are writing for the first time, not knowing that you can do something different. You can try something different. I had a very good friend who... um, this is not directly related to plot. It's more related to like POV, which is a later conversation, but it plays in very well here. He was having trouble with his point of view for the story he was writing. He wrote it in the third person and he, I think we had to write like a three page thing and it just, he said he had so much trouble with it. He could barely get three pages. It wasn't great. He knew that. And, uh, he was like it's just a lot of showing and not a lot of tell or it's a lot of telling and not a lot of showing it's just not great i don't know what to do and he was kind of talking to me about it i said well have you have you tried writing it in a different point of view and he said no i said well take a minute and try writing it in the first person you're writing it in third person just go up to first <laughs> uh and try there it might not help but if it does, it'll make it so, so much easier. So he went, he tried it in first person and he texted me and he was like, oh, this is so much better. I've already written three pages in like an hour. This is perfect. And I was like, yes. So don't be afraid to do the same thing with your plot. If you write something and you find that it's just not quite working, don't be afraid to switch it up, try something new. So if you think that a flashback would serve you or if you think a different type of timeline other than just the linear one would serve you best, don't be afraid to go and change it try something different start over you know don't be afraid Uh, just because like this thing doesn't work doesn't mean that like the whole story won't work or you have to just like toss it all out it's totally fine we also all process memories and information differently so you have to think about what is best you're gonna get across how your characters are feeling what's happening to them or show what they want so that's another thing that's going to kind of play and come into view. Maybe uh, you have to think about that and how they process memories, how they think about things. Um, maybe even what's going to best show their mindset and kind of where they're at. I read a very, very good um, college like personal college entrance essay. I, I know, very out of left field today with, uh, with the things I'm bringing in and the examples, but this girl wrote about think like struggles she has at home I can't remember the exact thing but it was struggles I think they were at home struggles and as she was writing she wrote it about it's really difficult to explain but she was thinking of these memories and also running she was going for a run she likes to run she was kind of talking about why she likes to run and she was weaving in her running with all of these different memories from home and these were kind of like short snippets of memories they weren't like this led to this and this led to this they were she was picking things that stood out um and i don't remember if they were random or if they like raised in severity but it was as she was running so she'd turn a corner and then she would talk about this or she would stop to take her breath and then talk about this uh she would start going up a hill and kind of slow down think about this and then keep going or like speed down the hill so think about what is best going to show your character's mental state? What's best going to show how they process information or show what they want? That might be using flashbacks. That might be doing one of the unconventional kind of timeline things I'm about to talk about. Whatever it is, it's fine. Make sure it makes sense. And make sure it works. It, you should, your, your plot should be pulling weight. You should not be trying to make it make sense. It should be kind of pulling its own weight and doing what it, accomplishing what it needs to. You should not be making it work. It should be working for you. Snap. Also, I have mentioned these a little bit. I will talk about flashbacks in a second, but um, a very big thing I want to note is that flashbacks must serve a purpose. And in my notes, I have not one, but two exclamation points after that. And then I said, not filler, with one exclamation point. So I mean it. I mean it. If you're going to have a flashback, make it serve a purpose it's got to do something does it have to be its own like plot point it does not but it needs to show us something if you're taking us back there take us back there for a reason don't just make it like a fun thing if you want to write a scene about I don't know a trip to a forest do it but do not (laughs) include it in the story in the plot if it doesn't serve a purpose that purpose does not need to be like I said this big plot point this big like revelation It can be revealing something about your character, something small. It can be showing a specific instance that really changed their life. It can be kind of something that helps guide who they are, or maybe something that will just help us better envision their relationship with somebody. But it doesn't have to be like this huge, huge, huge event. Um, It can be smaller, but make it mean something. Don't just let it be filler. Don't just write it because you thought it would be cute. Like make it mean something. I am not here to tamp down your creative energy or the creative flow but you need to know when it is useful and when it is not and make use of that I fall into that all the time I'll write something and it's not quite useful and I might not even know it's not useful until somebody else reads it and they're like what you did this for what and I'm like why not and they're like but why and I'm like why not so really think about like is this serving a purpose is this scene is this flashback serving a purpose if it's not scrap it i don't scrap things i just put them somewhere else um but leave it don't put it in there it's okay if it's not there if you find that the scene that you're writing that is supposed to like give you more information about something just isn't doing the work it's supposed to be and isn't pulling its weight (laughs) don't be afraid to take that thing that you need out and then put it somewhere else as i've said before plot when you're first writing is supposed to just kind of be free don't you're you're supposed to be able to write and kind of do whatever and get stuff out onto the page like I said with the six page thing I wrote that it's not going to be included in the actual text that I'm writing it is still a brainwave and it's still worth exploring but it's not something that I need to put into the plot everything you write does not need to go into that plot I have gone so far off the rails but flashbacks have to serve a purpose it's the main thing I'm trying to get across again it this i've said this a million times i'm so sorry again it doesn't have to be like a revelation relevatory this big thing it can be a small thing it can be a small flashback but it's got to serve some type of purpose if you write a whole novel with like five flashbacks or five scenes and you're like these things don't work these five just don't work cool take them out that's fine it happens it happens i cannot tell you how many times i've written a scene to play or in a flashback and it just it didn't work I didn't need it so I had to exonate Had to take it out I've written out whole characters before because they just weren't pulling their weight I had a character named Lily I liked her just wasn't doing anything wasn't serving a single scrap of the plot so I just pulled her out I had to kill my darling I was very sad about it but that's okay so don't be afraid to do that with scenes don't be afraid it's fine if they're not serving a purpose exonate but make sure if you're doing a flashback it's serving a purpose if you're gonna disrupt the usual plot and maybe confuse some people make sure you're doing it and it has a point okay yeah I don't know how I got off that far or where I went I just like blacked out and started talking about writing I'm so sorry I do that sometimes please forgive me Uh, I think that's the general stuff now let's move into the different examples